Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Jackson Dart houses it. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. It's on the turf and the Rebels recover it. Gets control and the dunk. Oh my goodness gracious. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to. But you need to. He hits one high and deep. Left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Yes, indeed, we are ready for a can of motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Uh, Gary and Yancey in the building right now. How are you? We're doing great. Doing great. Um, you know, it's kind of an up-and-down weekend, uh, Old Miss sports-wise. Uh, the good, obviously, the women's basketball team, what a gutty, gutty win that was coming down, I believe, eight with a little under five minutes left there. And then, you know, they came through in men's basketball, they won, but I didn't think, uh, and that would be my five thoughts, I didn't think they really played the way that they wanted to play to get that momentum back. And then baseball, look, uh, let's just call it what it is, it was downright ugly. And we want to talk about First South Farm Credit. Over 100 years of experience, rural communities, and agriculture. They'll help you through it all at First South Farm Credit. Now we bring in the man, Chuck. Hey, guys. What do you think, Chucky? Uh, about what you did. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, I thought the first two games of baseball were okay yeah. out there. But then the Outside last two, I, I don't know what happened. It, like they didn't show up for some reason. Uh Ten walks and six arrows yesterday? Are you yes. kidding me? Come on now. As Yancey and I were around the, the table in the back, you know, I, I I do a show on Saturday, too, and I was talking to him. My thing I said was, I don't want to be on Monday overreacting about four baseball games in Hawaii. That's right. And, Chuck, I'm overreacting about four. Hey, well, too, look, even, even after the first game, I didn't yeah, have good yeah. – you know, it was like, man, I think they had three or four hits the first game. It took them – you know, 13 innings to win with their ace on the mound, and then it just, you know. That could have been jet lag, though. I mean, that's that's a real a thing of, now. Jet lag's a real thing. Chucky, they were 8 for 86 with their six new position <laughs> I, players I, on the I weekend. I get it. I get it. And, and, and as Gary and I were talking about, it, it wasn't just they faced a hot pitcher. They got three hit by eight pitchers Sunday against yeah. Hawaii. So it wasn't like they were facing this quirky, lot of tail end movement. I mean, the, it, eight pitchers, three hitter. It was – I've never seen anything like it in the yeah. Yanko air. I'll say that. I think he said much the same uh, yeah, after he did. After Sunday. Since Gordon, the worst any team's ever played in 24 years for him. Gordon Ford will be with us in the first segment, and Ben Garrett from the Ole Miss Spirit will be with us as well on today's program. Your text messages at 662-426-1093, 426-1093. We've got a lot of other things to get into, whether it's recruiting, Ole Miss news, whatever it might be. Uh, before we head to the break, five things with Yancey brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Our friend Steve Grantham has nine of those in the states of Mississippi and Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, the first thought, the sign of a good coach is one that has their team playing their best ball by the season's end. 
I'm not sure I can find one that has done this more consistently at Ole Miss than Coach Show. Thought number two, I've heard some fans complain about spending money on the baseball stadium. When a sport doesn't have enough tickets to accommodate the fans, you have to add on. It's as simple as that. Thought number three, I know I keep talking about freshman left-handed pitcher Wes Melendez, but now you know why. He throws all four of his pitches for a strike at any time he wants to. In my eyes, he's the staff's ace right now. Thought number four, the Ole Miss offense leaves a lot to be desired. The pitching staff will have to carry the offense until they can figure it out or this could be a long season. And the last thought, the Ole Miss Hoop team recorded a, recorded a must-win Saturday. It wasn't pretty, but they found a way to win. They won the game, but I didn't think they won any momentum because the two Ole Miss centers, Chucky, scored zero points and a total of nine rebounds. That can't continue if they want to win enough of these last six games plus the SEC tournament to make the NCAA tournament. You know, Beard even said it after the Kentucky game about the post. How do you not score post play. a point? Too many shots getting blocked when you're seven feet and seven five, or not catching the ball, things of that nature. Uh, it's it's a big it's a big Wednesday. Yes, for these next three games, they're going to tell everything. Both schools and that yeah. will play in Starville. Yeah, um, but you know, because part of the Ole Miss news I'm going to get to is the latest of the bracketologies and where they have yeah. you know the Ole Miss team. And we're firmly planted on the bubble. Well, you look at the women's team, and they grind it out. They get they had 18 offensive rebounds against Mississippi State. That you know they're they're getting second chance points, and it's the opposite of the men's team, right? They're more flashy and pizzazzy, and got hot shooters on the outside. Uh, you know, mainly Morell and and Juju and those guys, but they they don't get that. There's no paint game offensively and defensively. So if the outside shot at hitting, what do you do, Chucky? Well, I mean, there's you do what they're doing, you yeah. lose. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you know, I mean, you, you, in this league, you've got to have some center play. And uh, bless his heart, Alan Flanagan gets there and gets he gets ten rebounds, and yeah. he's the only one rebounding on on the whole team that I can see. And I know that I know Coach Beard is is frustrated by that because he's a defensive minded, rebounding minded guy, and he's just not getting it. Yeah. And like you said, that Beard's hallmark trade is defense and rebounding, and I know he's got to be frustrated. Don't forget the text message line at 426-1093, 662-426-1093. Get those in now for a little later in the show. Gordon Ford comes on next. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, are the ones to trust when it comes to orthopedic needs, such as sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x-ray services, along with a physical therapy department. To make an appointment, call 901-759-3111 or schedule online now at www.campbellclinicoxford.com. They also offer a convenient weekly walk-in clinic Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 20. 2608 South Lamar Boulevard. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. And the text messages are coming in at 662-426-1093. We'll get to those in the next segment, maybe an injury report as well. This portion of the show brought to you by Gateway Tire. They've been serving us since 1929, 54 locations. Six different states, Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. And on another Monday night, we go to the phones. We bring in our good buddy, Gordon Ford. Hey, dude. How you doing, man? Hey, Gordon. It's great seeing you Saturday night sitting next to you at the game on Press Row and uh, us seeing the same thing that uh, Yancey's been talking about, Gary's been talking about, and I've been talking about. Just no no inside presence from those big guys that uh, ought to be doing something. No, they're not getting any inside presence, but it was an exciting game. I don't know what I was more excited about, those two boxes of popcorn you and I ate or the yeah. end of the game. But I'm I'm telling <laughs> two you boxes. that they have no inside presence. I think in once that Ole Miss went to a one I mean, they went to a one three one zone. Missouri, I think Ole Miss was able to attack it and get back in the game and you know, like you said, there's no inside presence. Zero points from either big man. Eight rebounds from CSA, and I—I I don't know what Sharp had. One, one, but, one you know. rebound for Sharp. All right, so let me let me go back to the sharp. popcorn, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a I got a box of popcorn, and y'all seen that commercial where that big center 
uh, gets a handful of goldfish. What's his name? Boban Marjanovic. Yeah, Marjanovic. And, and uh, I, I offered Gordon a handful of popcorn, and he got the handful like Marjanovic. He dug deep down in that box, and I said, wait, man. Well, I ended up buying it another one. So we, we pretty much chowed down on it. I'm playing with you, boy. You know I am. I know. <laughs> but uh you know i thought juju came to, to life a yeah. little bit uh that, particularly that in the first time. half mm-hmm. and uh morell was morell and breakfield had his normal quiet 16 points that you don't even know he scored uh but he had ended up on the score sheet with 16 points no he did and one of the things is you know people might be disappointed but every sec game with the exception of vanderbilt that one year has always won two or three games. And, you know, unfortunately for us, that wasn't their one game that they were one or two games they would win. But they, I thought Missouri played hard and, you know, um, just, uh, I didn't Sean think East we were, is a good player. Yeah. Yeah. Sean East is a very good player. I mean, he had what, 27 points yeah. and did real good. But the thing that gets me, I mean, they were penetrating on us. And getting inside shots, and yeah. like I said, every time the the horn rang, and like I said, you and I were sitting each next to each other, they were blowing a foul on Cisse. So I mean, you know, it just wasn't really a good performance by our big players. G man, what I mean, who who's who has the possibility to step that up? Since it seems like we're far enough in the season out of know what you're going to get out of CSA and, and Sharp. Is there anybody? Man, obviously Flanagan has been carrying the slack. I, I mean, I, I think it's going to have to be Brakefield. Um, I think Caldwell is because of his leaping ability. If he's got, get some more minutes, he can go in there and get you some rebounds and play tough. There's got to be some, some players to fill that void. Oh, no, you're right. I mean, Caldwell has to get in there and play more. He's a very good player. You know, Brandon Murray needs to do something. I mean, you know, he came in with a lot of hype and and was really good, supposed to be really good. And, you know, he's been kind of disappointing to me. Um, you look at, uh, I think, you know, uh, Brakefield is doing a good job. And, uh, I mean, he's playing a lot better than he's played the last several years. And, They've all got to crash uh, the Flanagan, boards, though. Yeah. They, they can't rely on. Wednesday night with State. It's physical inside. So those guys better step their game up or they will go down in, in Starkville. I think unless they start crashing the boards en masse, um, they're going to have problems down the stretch because they can't just sit back and rely on CSA and Sharp to get the rebounds because obviously they're not getting them. They're 19-6, and 6-6 six, six and six in the SEC. Gary, you too. How many do they need before that tournament selection? Three and three, three in the regular season, yeah. and then they got to have a decent showing in the SEC. I think that's my my prediction. So nine and nine and a decent showing in the SEC. What about where you're not worried about the SEC? Ten and eight. Ten and eight. Oh yeah, ten and eight. The issue and becomes Missouri and, and Georgia now. I don't you think can't you can't lose to Missouri. You I, can't you can't lose Georgia, either one of those. Georgia's still top one hundred RPI team, but Missouri you can't lose at Missouri. I still think they need to beat Bama. I bet we can. We can. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we will. But uh, oh, I, I'm saying you can't. If yeah, you lose that care. one, that's like two or three losses. I, I think is you know you got to beat Missouri, at Missouri, and and if they can avoid 
losing to Mizzou at Mizzou and beating Alabama at home to give them that really true signature win. I think they're what one in the net, Alabama. Then, then, you know, everything else is gravy. But those those two are key. And these next two games, I mean, you know, you've got you got State, your in-state rival on Wednesday, and then South Carolina Saturday. I think they match up well against South Carolina. I think they win that game. But I if they, they can beat State. Too. If you beat State and then South Carolina, and then you kind of on cruise mm-hmm, again, right? Mm-hmm. So that State game is so big. I think they and the A and M at the end of of it is yeah. going to be big too. Well, no doubt because no you're looking at is. the bubble right now. But if as, you can beat, is, if you can beat State, State and A and M, if you beat State, you give yourself some slack, right? Now, a little bit. Then you continue that against South Carolina, and you really just need another win and, and not lose to, to Missouri. So. I, it's there. It's a, the destiny is in their hands. I'm just, I'm man, it's it's going to be tough when it gets nitty gritty with no paint games. Yeah, but I, I, I think, think they win 22 or 23 games though, Yancey, and they get in the tournament, and they'll beat somebody. So yeah, yeah I think they, I think they're going to. get I it. bet. Uh, heck, if you win 22, 23, and get in the tournament and win a game in the tournament with zero paint game, that's uh, that's. Man, Beard did a hell of a job. That's that's really now, he's hard. He's done a heck to, of a job already. He would even thought we'd have won 19 games. This year, with a team that we've got with no inside presence, Updated I mean, he's done now, a tremendous NCAA job. net rankings, Ole Miss is sixty-five. They've fallen down to sixty-five. Yeah, they were sixty-three. Yeah, but there's some more games that, that we get that well, play that can make down. up for yeah. that. So, yeah. But Gordon, who ask yourself this: the preseason when you knew we signed Sharp and Cisse, who thought we wouldn't have any presence in the middle, particularly? Um, I mean, just a few points and and. 10 or 12 rebounds between them every C-C-A game. was the defensive player of the year in the Big 12. And I mean, so the Big was 12 Sharp. Usually, I know, G-Man and I talked about that before. Sharp at least came, you know, from a lower conference. But the Big 12 is arguably every bit as good as the SEC. How do you become the conference player of the year to, to what I he's played like I can't figure it out. It, it Unless they no played sense. a lot of zone down there. That's all I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, they were and I hate being, in the I hate being so – I hate being so critical on those two guys because they're out there playing as hard no, as they Chuck, can. No, Chuck, you're right, but, man. Hey, but, when you know, they came it, in, we, yeah, we thought that Cissé would turn us around. And well, it just, this I mean, is a we thought we were going to be the tallest, biggest, baddest paint team in the country. Yeah, this, you know? You know, and, and we're in, an, in the era of NIL. This is a production era. Yep. I mean, you produce or, or, or people talk about you. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it that's is. That's right. When you're making more money than everybody talking about you, that's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. every day for me. I, <laughs> I talk about a lot of people that make a lot more money than me. <laughs> they wouldn't have to make much to make more than me. Amen. Amen. That's why I have six different jobs. <laughs> oh, you got uh, kids. <laughs> Oh. Well, yeah, gee, I, I think I mean, guys, all of you, they can be, they can win Saturday, and yes, I'm, I have my doubts too. Uh, the physicalness that State's going to play, the energy that crowd's going to bring, you know, they're going to have to overcome a lot. They're going obviously they're going to have to be hitting their outside shots, and Juju is the key. When Juju is playing, even seventy five percent of Juju like Saturday, you know, Ole Miss is going to win most of the game. When he's on his game, uh, they're tough to beat, and when he's off. They just, they're not going to win many games. No, that's All right, true. buddy. Thanks, G. We're up against the break. We'll talk to you again.
Good talking to you guys, man. Thank you, G-Dam. Get some more popcorn next game, Chuck. Bye-bye. <laughs> he says he's got more popcorn for you next game, Chuck. All right, we'll come back. We've got text messages next. years of hard work and saving and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings. Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Aberville, and Flowood, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes. And the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hottie toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. And we got text messages now brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw, CCMOxford.com. A little bit later on, we've got your injury report in this segment. Then Ben Garrett's going to join us in the next big segment of things. Gary Chuck Yancey with you, and we thank Gordon for being with us. Text messages. Let's start here first uh, and it's back to baseball and why isn't will furnace starting 
It's well, a re- righty-lefty thing, isn't it? It's a righty-lefty. He struggled defensively at first base, and, and they're trying to get the best you know pieces in there right now. And the other I, was, I still think he's going to have a chance to start. Um, and he, he always goes against right-handed pitchers, left-handed hitter last year. But he started. you started San Bianco towards the end of last season, leaving him in against left-handed pitchers to – you know, you were thinking to make that next step this year, but I think more, if anything, from what I've heard, it's just more defensively. And then he's he had, some had a shot maybe playing some right field, but if you saw the way yep. Hughes played right field yeah. defensively, Save I know he didn't on hit the, on the weekend, no, but I think defensively Hughes just better as an outfielder than Furnace. And I, so, I just don't think I just don't think a, a, a four day trip to Hawaii. Is a good sample size yet? Let's 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 let them get about ten games under their belt, and then we'll kind of figure out what's going on. I mean, I just well, no, I look, I, you know, I kind of listed the pitchers about who pitched great, who pitched average, who pitched bad, you know, and it was kind of sliced in a third on each category. But there were, you know, eight guys I thought on the mound that looked really good this weekend. So there's enough arms, I think, to be able to carry this offense. So they figured it, uh, figure it out. So the sky's not falling, but it, I mean, they got their work cut out. There's no doubt yeah, about it. Yeah, but I mean, you can't, you can't tell me that you're going to base everything on what Riley Maddox did Sunday. Sure. I mean, no, you know, no. I mean, he no, had a bad I mean, outing. They, yeah. You know, hell. Kyle Whitey Cormack, Ford had a bad out. Everybody. Everybody has a bad out. A lot outing. of jitters. A lot of jitters. You know, you were talking about um, Gary about uh, Smith with the mm-hmm. freshman catcher on a on a call. Right. It was late in the game when actually they were going to intentionally walk somebody, and he went out to call the first and third play. <laughs> like he walked out in front and then realized because he was laughing and he, you know, if uh, he, he tur- turned to the umpire and he, he said, "I thought we were doing first and third. So yeah. you know, yeah, and 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 that's that's going to happen. You get Arkansas State and you get High Point for three games. I think, truthfully, when Iowa rolls in, you'll know because they've got a first round, second round type guy that's going to be thrown at you. Mm-hmm. You'll kind of know they're national you know, top twenty five team. You'll know probably really a lot about yourself when you get to that. Probably weekend. what disturbed me more than anything those having eight errors over the weekend. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's not that's not acceptable. We have answered the one, uh, but I'll, I'll go ahead since it was a text message. How many wins will it take for the men to get in the NCAA tournament? Three. I mean, they're saying three more. That'd be twenty-two and twenty-two regular 22 and season nine going wins into into the tournament. The tournament. That's what SEC I thought originally. Tournament. I still think Bama needs to be in that mix to give them that signature win. Unless you go get a quad one road win. Here's like the thing right State now. Wednesday. There are nine right in every projection, which I'll get to at the end. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and AM are all six and six in the league. Ole Miss beat State uh yeah. AM there. Yeah. They beat State at home. So right yeah. now the tiebreaker in, in the head to head look belongs sure. there. But you get both teams before season's end. Yeah. And most li- and, and a good shot. You're in an eight nine game against one of them when the tournament happens too. Yeah, situation. Yeah, I mean it's it's gonna play itself out. It's gonna play itself out. I, Three I, regular you, season. You, if they play good ball, they don't have to play exceptional ball. If they play good ball down the stretch, they'll get in the NCAA tournament. I believe. And yep. of course, we have a football question as well. Some time has passed. A major player is left. Can you talk about the rush offense in football? And it actually. It's specific and says last September. So I, yeah, I mean, it's a slow start running the ball last September. Well, I mean, you know, you had the left side of the line was brand new in Kern and McGee. Yep. Also, Prescorn was the tight end was hurt. He was out for most of September. Um, you, You know, and 
other right. teams other teams stacked the line of scrimmage because they said, well, we're going to make Dart beat us. And once Dart showed him he could beat them, then they backed off some, and that's when Quinchon got going yep. and, Trey, and the run Trey game Harris got going. was also hurt a couple of those games in September, and so they were really stacking the line, right? Yeah, yeah. So there were a lot of factors, I believe, in that. Sure. I, I think he wants to go with it that was Quinchon not running hard. I think that was really probably what I, he was wondering I, I, about. I, I, didn't, but, I didn't see that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Some people said that, but I didn't see that. Yeah. I just didn't think he had anywhere to go. Yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> Um, that was a lot of factors. And when Prescorn got back and, and Trey got healthy, that really that opened really changed, up, sure. opened, opened it all up. So speaking of injuries, let's go there now. Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, OxfordOrtho.com. Yeah, basketball, everything looks to be fine. Um, football, Chuck, will tell you anything if there's any new news on that. On baseball, you got the four-season ending at UCLA injuries. You know, you got what would have been your Friday-Saturday starters and Hunter Elliott and Xavier Rivas and then – Freshman Taylor Rabe uh, got hurt the week before last, um, really coming on. That's a shame. And then Cole Ketchum, a guy that from West Point, Mississippi, that I was not even aware that had UCL uh, surgery. He's uh, he's out for the season as well. Um, so those four guys, uh, you know, I walked up to the park today. It was open season for my son, and I was talking to one of the parents, and we, uh, our team, high school team, has four players out with UCL, you know, okay. in high school. With a much smaller staff, numbers wise, um, that's absurd. It's just, it, just unbelievable. You know, and then we were t- one of the the brothers goes to another school, and they got four or five on their team, and we were just all talking about it. It's just like, I mean, every single epidemic. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter what levels. Not only college or pro, pros even more than even college, and college is more than high school. It just, it's, it's everywhere. It's crazy. They need some rest. Somewhere, or yeah. and to play other sports. Yeah, yeah. I mean, year-round baseball. Come on, come on, guys. Go, go play soccer. Go play tennis. Go play golf. Go play base uh, basketball. Even football. Football. You know, yeah, anything. Yeah. You'll hear a lot of college coaches tell you you you'll know how tough a guy is as a baseball player if he played football. Right. Yeah. yeah sure. Sure. Because of the physicality and everything it takes going through football, a lot of sure. coaches want that. All right, we'll come back with the, a tough guy. It's Ben Garrett right after this. Hang on. seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the library sports bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGuire.
Raw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Ken and Clary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Ken and Clary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Canon Clary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Canon Clary McGraw Real Estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or call 844-901-ROOF. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Friends, let me tell you about the Faris Group, partner in retirement, nearly two decades of expertise in helping retirees invest and distribute their savings. Locations, Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, Baton Rouge. Give them a call. There's one 327 3735 now let's go back to the phone lines. Bring in Mr. Ben Garrett. Hi, dude. Hey, buddy. How are you? And to Yancey and Chuck, I just have to say, um, y'all have two of the largest Ole Miss Rolodexes on this beat, right? And yet, <laughs> every week I tune in, and it's Harry, it's Gordon, Zach, Jake, and Ben. 
You lazy, lazy turds. <laughs> uh, we, we, we go to the well. We go to it often. Benjamin's um, yeah, I know. It's, it's like Yancey and Chuck uh, text each other on, on Sunday night saying, hey, who's coming on tomorrow? Oh, Harry, Gordon, or somebody. We'll get Jake or something. Yeah. Hey, we, get, we get the good ones. That, that's why we have you tonight. Look, talk, no, talk me off the ledge a little you bit. Know, no, 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 no. For... Your Rolodex, Yancey. You know, here I am. Hey, yeah. hey, Ben, uh, before we get started with you, uh, great feature you've started on the Old Miss Spirit with uh, the Ivy League with Jared Ivy, defensive end. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Interviewing uh, players and, and yeah. whatever personnel he can get on there each week. I, I'll tell you, as impersonal as it's become, you know, how we don't have access to a lot of coaches, et cetera, to have players to come on there and talk to each other and for our fans to get to know them, I think is a fantastic idea and mm-hmm. stroke of genius by you, buddy. Well, I, I thank you for that. Your check is in the mail. Uh, Yancey <laughs> doesn't get anything. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, if, if he wants to you know, tune in on Thursday, Jared's actually going to have J.J. Pegues as his next guest. And it won't just be cool. his teammates, it'll be – uh, assistant coaches who, like Chuck mentioned, we don't get to talk to, and uh, you know whoever he can bring in, and that's the really cool thing about it. I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. Chuck totally gets what we're going for with it. Is you know this is a very impersonal business now. I mean, uh, if you don't have already built in, in you know uh, institutional knowledge or or sourcing, whatever it might be, it's going to be hard. I mean, the business is changing. The the whole environment in and around college sports is changing, and that, and we aren't excluded from that. So. It, it, like for us at the spirit, we got to adapt or, or die just like Lane Kiffin and them. They've gone with the portal. Now we're going to things like, you know, you know player empowerment and letting them use their voice and hearing it directly from them. Um, so I, I appreciate you saying that because I'm really excited about it. Uh, of course, uh, I am terribly nervous about it because, you know, you know, Ben, he's going like, oh, well, I'll probably screw it up. But we're rolling good so far. So thank you, my friend. There you go. You know, we were testing a little bit earlier, Ben, and I was. I was trying to get you to talk me off the ledge on baseball, so 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 take me off of it. I mean, you know, make 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 sense of what what's going on right now. Okay, well, it's Groundhog's Day again. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's what that was. It was two. I mean, it was 2023 all over again on Sunday. I mean, Friday or Saturday night, excuse me, uh, and the second of the Saturday doubleheader was pretty much the same stuff too. Uh, what sank Ole Miss last year was its woeful pitching depth. And freshmen having to step into true freshmen having to step into roles, advanced roles, way too soon. Losing a big important arm before the season started, a, a anchor rotation of an arm before the season started, mm-hmm. and then to have it play out just like last season, despite all the new faces, it was like more of the same with just a new you know new coat of paint. Uh, but it is a marathon and not a sprint in baseball. It's not so much in college baseball as professional baseball, which has got a hundred. 62 games, but in college baseball, there there is a little time to adjust, and there is a lot of new, but it wasn't encouraging on Sunday specifically when you have six errors in the field. Uh, you, you talk, I remember I was listening to you guys a couple weeks ago, and I think you had Carl, maybe it was last week, previewing the uh, opening weekend series, and y'all spoke of the depth of arms, I think 16 arms that they had in yeah. the first two nights that you could see that pitching depth. Carter Smith is a hell of a good-looking player. Mason Morris looked really good. Um, you know, I'm not worried about Grayson Sonier and J.T. Quinn. I'm not worried about them. I know Grayson didn't have a great start, but I think they're going to be fine. What really was alarming to me was just how lifeless and bad Sunday was. 
So mm-hmm. I, I, I was going to be fine with, you know, three out of four. I would say that was a hell of a successful weekend for them if they could have gotten done, even before knowing what we know, even knowing what we know now. Uh, but, yeah, that Sunday game was about as bad as, as you'll see under Mike Bianco. Even Mike Bianco said, he said, I mean, I, I haven't seen us play that bad in 24 years. And um, I wanted to be there in Hawaii, write it off as a business, business expense, and be like, well, Mike, I saw it a lot last year, you know. But I think they're going to be better because I think the lineup's different. And I think y'all are right on, right on something. And Carl, of course, was too last week. They do have more pitching options. It's just got to find uh, find, the, find its, its cohesion, if you will. And if it does, Ole Miss is going to be in a, uh, probably a two-seed somewhere. But if not, man, it could get ugly. So where do you go starting pitching? I, I do I do think they have a lot of depth in the bullpen, but they need a couple, at least two starters that can get them that fifth, sixth inning on a consistent basis, giving up one, two, three runs. Gunnar Dennis had absolutely shut everybody down up to preseason uh, scrimmages and, and games and that nature, and then he just stunk it up, you know, uh, this past weekend. That makes me a little bit nervous. Um, Sonia still makes me nervous. Uh, you know, he – I think he had four strikeouts and five or six batters, and then he hits a guy and gets a couple walks and blows up on him. Kind of similar to what happened last year. Who are the guys you think in the end are going to be some guys they can lean on in that starting role? So here's the thing. Um, I think there needs to be a philosophical shift, and I think you're seeing it. And it tried to, Mike tried it in the, in the opening weekend series um, to, to shaky results, but it's, it's less about having – a Drew Pomeranz type of emergence from J.T. Quinn or Grayson Saunier, where he can go out there and throw 14 innings on short rest, even you know, even if he, like 160 pitches, something ridiculous. Those days are long gone. Uh, I thought what he did with J.T. was perfect. He went four innings. Old days, Mike would have left him in a little bit longer. You have depth of options in your rotation, like not just rotation, but just in your pitching uh, room altogether. And as y'all all touched on last week, use them. With like, it's more about situationally for Mike. When you get in those situations, I don't care if it's the third inning. If it's the most pressure point situation of the game so far, utilize it in that way. If Josh Mallett needs to come in, I mean, Josh Mallett didn't get used until Game Four, which was shocking to me. Um, I didn't understand that. I would love to have seen Josh Mallett, you know, early on in Game Three uh, before uh, Hawaii had any chance to put up, yeah, you know, a, a huge number on the scorecard. So. Uh, I think what you what you got what we need to do here is all to kind of take a collective deep breath. Know that look, they're two and two. It's one series. See what they look like as they get two weeks, three weeks under them. But if we roll into April, May here, and it's just the same middling results, well, then we're going to have to have totally different conversations. But I'm not really thinking that it's. I'm not throwing my arms up and saying it's all over after four games. I know you're trying to, Yancey. It's not. But I, I think they're gonna. They have I, enough. But it wasn't great. So yeah, I don't <laughs> think it's over out. by any chance either because I see enough good arms in there to be able to carry it. They're just gonna have to put the pitching together and know who they can rely yeah. on and cannot to carry this offense. I think offensively, they still got a ways to go. Um, you know, I, I do think guys. Uh, you know, like Smithwick. I know, I know he's a, a freshman, but I know he's going to start hitting the ball. Um, obviously, um, you know, the other guys that they brought in there in the portal, 
they didn't have a good weekend. You know, let's let's no. be honest about it. Uh, but you know, I think they went a total of the four new transfer portals went five for fifty one. Smithwick went one for ten. Udemart went two for fifteen. So out of your six new starters, that's eight for eighty six. And what concerned me is that it, again, it wasn't like Hawaii had a hot pitcher or two that shut Ole Miss down. They used eight pitchers against Ole Miss Sunday. Um, and three hit them. They used six the night before yeah, and four and hit them. Exactly and this I'm is Hawaii, Hawaii and we're on game three and four. Which is exactly what I'm calling for Ole Miss and Mike Bianco to do. And I think they're going to try to do that with their depth of options. Um, I think they're still working through some things. It's still very much a working process, both personnel-wise and philosophically for Mike and this new-look roster. But as far as offensively, the only concern I have is twofold. One, they don't walk. And two, yeah. I wish Mike would stop playing the left-right matchups and just kind of go. Luke Hill at the top of the lineup is invaluable. I want to give him the most at-bats. But I'm not a coach, so what the hell do I know? You know, the man has won a national championship. All I do know is this. After the weekend, the concerns all of us probably had collectively going in have in no way been appeased. If anything, they've been exacerbated. So, you know, we're just all trying to figure out, okay, is it really going to be six SEC wins again? No, I don't think so. But we're also not looking at uh, a national seed hosting either. You know, and that's what we're, we're seeing, how close they are to which side of the other. And yeah. it feels like it's more, it's much more closer to last year after the first series than it was in 2022. But even 2022, you take that one month away when they got hot, it, it's been like this for two years now. You know what I mean? But you can't take it away. That's not how baseball works. They've got a title. But there are real uh, cracks in the foundation about how Ole Miss is adapting to the new world of college baseball as one of its greatest programs, but I'm not going to make these broadsides after just four games, man. I can't do it because I'm still drinking that little bit of Kool-Aid because it's the springtime. You can't write off Ole Miss baseball in February. Of course. Hey, let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, what's your What's your opinion on what it's going to take for the Rebels to get in the NCAA tournament? Uh, we're, we're all saying three more. Minimum three more regular season and a decent showing in the SEC tournament. What what's your thought process? They need to get ten SEC wins. If they get ten SEC wins, I think they're, they're locked. Including in the, the tournament. Tournament. No, I just ten SEC wins in the regular season. They would they would lock it up. Um, I'm not even thinking about the SEC tournament all that much to be honest with you. I mean, if Ole Miss is a 20 win regular season team, the first time Ole Miss would have done that since 2001. That is a lock NCAA tournament team, and especially with the new with the new criteria for tournament teams. I mean, that's a stout of resumes you can have from a power five. So they wouldn't leave them out with that. Ten SEC wins. But, you know, if, if the committee tries to play games or if Ole Miss is, uh, loses one, drops one, I mean, Missouri was scary. I mean, that Missouri team is not a good team. And Ole Miss defensively kind of fell apart, especially when they tried to go small because their two seven-footers just aren't doing enough. Jim, uh, uh, you know, Sharp, it's more about his inability to really play – Defense, you know, valuably enough at seven five. While Musa, he can't score. So they try to go small. And Austin Nunez is a point guard, and Alan Flanagan and Javen Breakton are their biggest players on the floor. Problem with that is they can't defend it like Yancey, you know. So uh, moving forward with them, <laughs> I wasn't the, a very good no defender. Game. Yeah, man, I think you do all right, man. I mean, just move your feet. Anyway, so like, I think like as long as they win the games they're supposed to, they'll get to that mark. But there is a, still a chance with this team late, late in season as it is for them to suffer one of those really bad catastrophic losses. It hasn't happened yet. They have always answered the bell, even when they've lost three straights. But 
that's that's the pathway. They got they need to get the ten wins in the SEC in the regular season. If they do that, inconsequential what happens in the SEC tournament, in my opinion, they're still going to be an eight nine seed somewhere and playing with a real shot to match the greatest achievement in Ole Miss basketball history, which is what the Sweet Sixteen. So uh, it's been a, a remarkable first year for Chris Beard and that team, and. You know, I, th- I thought Missouri told us more than most games, or even some wins uh, recently, because that was a tough game. I mean, I, I, saw, I saw that game a lot under Kermit Davis, and they did not come back. They ended up losing that by 20. So it was, you, you can see the progress, you can see how far Ole Miss has come, but uh, as far as the math goes, they need the 10 SEC regular season wins. Then if they beat Alabama at home, don't lose to Missouri on the road. Can, can you still see nine and nine in the SEC uh, get get again? No. Yeah, probably. No. I mean, you probably need to win your first round game. But you, if you were going to lose that first round game, this tournament or second round, whatever it is, uh, in that scenario, well, you probably don't deserve to get in anyway because you're going to be losing to a really bad team, right? That would be a a, a resume sure. bomb anyway. So yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. As long as you don't have just that bomb of a of a loss, like Missouri would have been a bomb. If they lose to Missouri at Missouri, it's a bomb. You know. That that would be catastrophic, but if, if they can get nine ten, yeah, I mean they might would need to get one with nine wins in their regular season. But we're kind of talking semantically here. Um, they're, perf- they're they're well positioned and well tracking towards safely being in the NCAA tournament. Uh, the problem is is they keep teetering right up there to the edge to the ledge of just absolute disaster. <laughs> so it's not a fun place to live on, but it's also the first year of a ma- what was supposed to be a massive rebuild, and we're talking about maybe Ole Miss can match the single greatest accomplishment in its history, the Sweet 16. And it's true. This team can absolutely do that. The eighth-best team in the SEC, for sure. And that's what Ole Miss is right now. Um, and that, in and of itself, is a remarkable turnaround that deserves to be applauded. But uh, there is work to be done because, man, they're right there, and you'd love to see Ole Miss go get that 10th NCAA tournament appearance. What do they got to do to beat State? Who has to step up? I mean, you know, we can keep wishing the paint game, but who is going to be the key player to to be able to win that game Wednesday against State? Well, that's why I, was, I brought up the small lineup. We were talking about kind of what went wrong, and they can't send out of it. I think they would like to do that because it's their best offensive set. I mean, offensive grouping, I should say. Yeah. And I mean, because Juju Murray is off the ball; he's playing the two when they go small. Austin's a point guard. And Juju off the ball, that's where he's at his best. That's where he can skill make. He's not, he can create and he's great at, at, at assisting and assisting on shots and stuff like that. But like when he's hunting for shots and hunting for points, that's when Juju individually as a player is at his absolute best because he is a very proficient three point shooter, a dynamic shot creator, both in separating uh, as he's driving and just finishing through contact. Um, but it's hard to do when you're also tasked with the responsibility of guarding one of the very best players on the floor, the point guard, and uh, distributing and keeping the, the offense ro- rolling in a rhythm. But th- that's what they have to do because their best defensive groupings are with Musa, one of Musa or Jamarian Sharp. So um, if we can see that offensive lineup, that small offensive lineup, face against go against Mississippi State with Josh Hubbard, who would have been awesome as an Ole Miss Rebel, you know, and we can see that group, but they could defend it. Well, now Ole Miss might be on to something. Really might be cooking something, Yancey. But if they got right, up brother. there and they defend We're up against it, like a break. This. All right, see you, buddy. Bye. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Back to conclude things next. That's good to me. Oh, yeah. I don't know she's all right. I don't know she's all right. She's all right. She's all right.
Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate with over 40 years of combined experience the tom smith land and homes team serving the cleveland mississippi area is committed to achieving the best results for buyers and sellers their knowledge and expertise about agricultural hunting and recreational lands is highly known and respected throughout the state with tom smith land and homes you can expect more and get more return on your real estate investment. Contact Tom Smith Landon Homes today at 662-441-2500. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, Ole Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Finish it up with a few things. SEC at Ole Miss News brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers, South's leader in the state jewelry and diamond solitaires, as Chuck says. You know she's worth it. And I'm not going to go too deep in it because we've discussed things enough after the win over Missouri. Uh, Rebel basketball teams 19-6 and six overall, 6-6 six and six in the lead, tied with State and A&M for 7th in the conference, and those three teams are on the bubble in everybody's bracketology. Jerry Palm has Ole Miss as a 10. He does the same for Mississippi State with A&M as the 11. Lenardi, however, has Ole Miss as the 11, and in a play-in game, one of the final four in. So obviously, in Starkville, Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, a big one for, for both schools. Women's hoops got stayed in overtime yesterday, 18-7 and seven overall, 8-4 and four in the SEC, which is fourth in the conference. They get Georgia 
at uh, the SJB Pavilion Thursday at 6.30. And Ole Miss softball's won nine straight at 9-1, best start in program history. They're the Clemson Classic Friday, Saturday, Sunday, taking on UConn, Miami of Ohio, and, of course, the home team, Clemson. Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment presented by the Grove Collective to enhance that NIL opportunity for Ole Miss student-athletes in today's NIL marketplace. Yeah, first tidbit of the day here. Ole Miss has been in contact with Michigan safety transfer rising sophomore Keon Sab per Zach Barry from the Ole Miss Spirit, has been in contact already. He's a 6'1", 208-pound safety. Uh, Chuck and Gary, you know they still need some more defensive back depth in my eyes. He had 28 tackles, one tackle for loss, two interceptions, and six pass breakups in his five starts at safety last year for Michigan. As you know, they already picked up a defensive back from Michigan earlier this year. 2025 four-star Keith Lang out of Missouri released his top six. He's the number 180 uh, prospect in the country, 6'8", offensive tackle out of Kansas City. He put Ole Miss in that group and visited a couple weekends ago. Uh, equipment running back, and this is a guy, the guy that everybody needs to keep their ears open for for uh, the next 12 months here. He's going to be a key player in this uh, 2025 class for Ole Miss. A Keelan Deer, running back, as we all know, Ole Miss is going to be shooting for running back next year. He's an Under Armour All-American selection this past weekend after his performance at their combine. He's six foot, 200, ran for over 2,000 yards, 27 touchdowns. As a junior in ranks, is 129th overall prospect by own three, 100 at Equipment County. Those are the biggest three tidbits so far. All right. We've got the good, the bad, and the ugly brought to you by Riverland Roofing, your locally owned roofing firm, inspections, new roofs, maintenance programs. Riverland has you covered home or business. As a certified GAF Master Elite contractor, they offer warranties that last a lifetime. Call or text them 662-644-4297 or the website is riverlandroofing.com. You'll never need another roofer again. Well, it's always good when Ole Miss beats Mississippi State in anything, so hats off to the Lady Rebels who defeated MSU 75-71 in overtime in the pavilion yesterday. The Lady Rebs overcame a big deficit earlier in the week to win at Florida in overtime as well. They're now 18-7 overall and 8-4 and in the SEC, which is pretty solid work. The men's hoop team got off their losing streak with a hard-fought win over Missouri the day before in the pavilion. Good job to get to 19-6 overall and 6-6 in the SEC. They just got to keep playing good, solid basketball, and I think the NCAA tournament is a real, real reality. The baseball team opened the season in Hawaii with a pair of wins, but we slip into the bad. The Rebels lost the last two games of the four-game series in bad fashion, getting ripped 9-1 in the third game and 13-4 in the fourth match when Rebel pitchers walked 10 batters and uh, the fielders made six errors. Ugh. When you hit poorly, feel poorly, and pitch poorly, guess what? You lose. It's automatic. Uh, big hoops games this week as the Rebels travel to Starkville Wednesday for a match with MSU and then host South Carolina Saturday at 2.30. Be there. As far as these uh, polls go with the uh, – I'm always cynical when it comes to Lenardi and Palm when there's so much more basketball to play. There's so much more that can happen. Uh, just play good ball, Rebels, and, and you'll get there. Of course, we've got Ole Miss Baseball Wednesday against Arkansas State, 4 o'clock for that one. Who do you think they're going to go with on that? I, that? I was just looking at stats, and I really have no idea yeah. what the choice might I be. I thought it was going to be Kyle. Uh, 
came from Arkansas State, you know, got some starts there last year, but they put him in that last inning. Um, I don't know. We'll see. And you got high points this weekend for baseball. Yep. They just need to get the good feeling, get some momentum. From? North Carolina? I think that is yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah, they're not very in good. North, in North Carolina. I need to go 4 0 this weekend correct. and just, just get the roles started getting defined, right? They still, I mean, this is, you know, I, I read and hear people complaining about how much Bianco changes the lineup. You can expect a lot of it over the well, next. We talked about it, right? The second game of 20, the double 25 games. Like, hmm, what's this? And yeah. So, He's trying to figure and and yeah, it's I mean it's going to happen for the so next. Don't get frustrated if your right. player Furnace or Leje or somebody's not playing that game. I mean he's he's got to just try everything. That's that's where they are right now. Well, and I think baseball is a little different when it comes to that too. Um, I've, I've had people call me and say, "Well, why did they figure that out?" Their you know, fall in the fall ball. Well, yeah. it's just different. Baseball's just different. You got to play against competition. Besides yeah. the guys you're you're hitting against every day, every or day, the guys the you're fielding against. Yeah. yeah. So so it's just it's just a little different. Yeah. When the lights come on, everything changes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, we just saw that with Gunner, right? He, and and look, it, I'm not jumping off the the building here about this baseball team, but at the same time. It's no doubt they got to play better than they did those second those other two games, and no doubt about that. Yeah, you know, Bianco said it's the worst they've ever played in 24 years. As simple as that. But I, I think they're going to start getting it back. There's enough arms on that in that um, dugout that I think that, that they could start carrying the offense. How about bit. the bats? Well, <laughs> I'm still a little wary on that. We'll see. Howdy, toddy. <laughs>